0: The Trilogy Podcast with Vin and Scott. Three movies, two men, one podcast.
1: What the fuck is this, Scott? It is... Scott, what is this?
2: It is, uh, a...
1: It's upsetting. How can we bring a podcast in like this with this music?
2: Well, I think a new this is podcast. a different kind of
1: uh, trilogy, so. You think so? Yeah. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't realized by now, by, you know, clicking on the button that begins this podcast, I'm Vin. And I'm Scott. And we are the Trilogy Podcast, the only podcast in the universe devoted strictly to trilogies. No reboots, no straight to cables. We're bringing trivia, comedy, content, discussion, and more. To hell with the movie if they made four, Scott. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. This is upsetting. When you told me that we were going to be doing this trilogy, I saw how excited you were. It was yet another film that you were way into, another series of films you were way into. And you mentioned that our West Coast correspondent, Phil. Yes. Yes was also really into these films. Wait, we should probably... We haven't even mentioned the films yet, so we should probably save what. it.
2: Yes, we should do that.
1: Scary music may have given you some clue, but it is, Scott? The Evil Dead Trilogy. The Evil Dead Trilogy. And joining us today <laughs> is another big fan of the Evil Dead Trilogy, you like yourself. The Evil Dead Trilogy. There is, there's his voice. It is Phil. Sweet. Our Phil West Coast That He's come to the East Coast for a... Little visit and he's gonna join us for this particular podcast. I wanna
3: thank you guys for fitting my hospital bed in your apartment. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad
1: you're <laughs> finally healed up.
3: Yeah. yeah. Right. I just use this to get around now.
1: And I won't be giving you the money that I owe you at the end of this podcast. And this uh-huh. is the time I choose to tell you when we're on the air, and you can't do anything about I'm, it. I'm
2: very controlled yeah. right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's
2: good. It, Phil, it's good you're here, Phil, because I've always thought of you as sort of the poor man's Bruce Campbell. That's what I would hope to be. You're just a poor man. You, though, you look
1: so. like him in that you are no Wilson. You are an everyman, Phil. No question about it. In the same way that Bruce yeah, Campbell is an everyman.
3: Yeah, he, well, that's why I love him. When I discovered him, when I, I first wanted to be an actor when I was thirteen. But it was also the same summer I watched Evil Dead Two. Really, and it was, it was like when you're gripping some two things at once and you get struck by lightning and then you absorb those things' traits within you. Okay, that that's common kinda, occurrence. Yeah, sure. that has common that as you do. As puberty, you do.
1: puberty, of course.
3: Yeah, it was uh, like I was gripping onto acting and I was gripping onto horror movies, mostly these movies. All right. And gripping you, them by the dick. And you mentioned, the
1: dick. you mentioned horror, Phil. Yeah. Okay, and that's a good segue into just letting the audience know what kind of trilogy this is. It's like yes. a gradient. Okay. Uh, a gradient, film.
3: Yeah, it goes from horror and then shifts to comedy.
1: You're right. It definitely yes. goes through some transitions, but overall, there is one kind of trilogy it winds up being. The Bruce Campbell Trilogy. Okay, I'm trying to set up a segue, <laughs> oh, oh, Phil. Oh, oh, you sorry, know, we invite you so here, sorry. and okay. you're just
2: interrupting. All right. You don't know. You're like a child who uh, wanders into the theater.
1: Phil, it's not about you now. It's about the robotic man that lives in my bedroom, under my bed, between the covers with me and Amy. We don't Gross. Get his name is Trilogy Bot. He's
3: a piece of shit.
1: And here is his opinion. rather. Here comes this dick. All right.
3: This is an Army of One trilogy. It follows the adventures of one man battling the forces of evil. Frankly, this was an easy one. Now go fuck yourselves.
1: All right, so it winds up being another Army of One trilogy. Right. Okay, it, it could almost be an Oh, the Horror trilogy. Comes close, right? It's horrible. Sure, sure. It is, uh It's horror It's still banned centric. in some countries. Yeah.
3: Germany being one of them. <laughs> well, not, yeah, not the third movie, but yes. Even you know, in Germany, couple.
1: you can walk into a store and buy a movie with a guy shitting on a surfboard. Yes, yeah. but something you know, And really that's cool.
2: Poopy is fine in Germany. But yeah.
3: not... Well, Evil Dead, it was a it was a victim of the legal the uh, free speech like attack on art and shit that was happening in the 70s and 80s by the yeah. European government. But look,
1: as horrible
3: as it is, at the end of
1: the day, <laughs> it's really about uh, Bruce Campbell as the sort of super every man facing the adversity... In yes. every single film, yes, and even when it doesn't become a horror, because make no mistake about it, the third film is not a horror film. Oh no, it's still about him, and yeah. about his his right. conquering. So it's it's Army of One.
2: It's, it's a continuation of that one man story. So I think it really, yeah, for, yeah. For, I mean, for God's and that sake, rises above we horror. We call the character comedy.
1: Army of One. What's the third? The name of the third film? Army of Darkness. So words,
2: guys. not the original title, but
1: words.
3: I don't know what else it would be because there's really it's never about understanding who he is. It's just how is he going to survive. It never goes both ways until, like, sort of lore without him. this entire trilogy happens over the course of, like, three, four, five days, something like that. The longest
2: amount of time that passes is probably the third movie.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But he'll be transported back for work on Monday. (laughs) Right. So. Yeah. Which we find out later. So,
2: so, does
1: that mean you're 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 ready to do the plots? Jump into the plots. I cannot wait to hear these plots.
2: So, here are the plots. You know, once again, as always, uh, you know, I'm going to be as bare bones and as, uh, you know. uh, Keep it vague. Yeah, not so detail-oriented. right? right. Um, but yet, spoilers ahead, of course, yeah, right. from here on in throughout the rest of the podcast.
1: Right, because you know what? As always, if you haven't seen these films, this podcast is not going to help you in any real way. Yes. You should have at least seen one or two of them. Yes. What's you wrong with you?
2: You didn't do the required viewing. Unless you're you some your friend
1: homework. of us, some family member, okay. Then you just want to hear us talk. Right. But otherwise, That's then, go watch the movie. Hi, Mom. Come back. Your mom is definitely listening.
3: Yep. My mom's had enough of me. My mom doesn't know how (laughs) to find podcasts. (laughs) Go. She doesn't understand
2: what they are. Uh, Okay, so here we go. Evil Dead. A group of friends go to a cabin in the woods where an evil force is awoken when an ancient book is read. The evil force possesses the friends one by one Mm. and murders all but one survivor who is attacked by the evil but whose fate is uncertain. And that's Evil Dead One. That's the whole
1: that's, movie. That's, huh? It's
2: pretty. It's pretty straightforward.
1: It is pretty straightforward.
2: I mean, especially because you know it's obviously borrowing a trope that existed already of uh, kids going
1: into a cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. That shit happens all the time. You're really just using the evil to sort of summarize all of the evil that happens there, right? Because a lot of different kinds of evil.
2: Yeah, I'm talking uh, going to individual. The same. You know,
1: at first it gets her, and then she
2: gets him, yeah. and gets you know. I'm just talking about that evil. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're adding in the other
1: evil. It's a whole hell of a lot of evil. Well, I mean, it's all one evil. You keep saying that, but yeah. it's Kandarian more than it's... one kind of manifestation of the evil is what sure. I'm saying. Sure,
2: yes. But it... the that evil in its physical form we see later on.
1: Yeah. All right. All right, then. But yes. All right. I'm just a little upset I had nowhere to really butt into that first block <laughs> <plot laughs> description, <laughs> but okay.
2: Well, they're a little bit near here. I sense the second
1: one will be nearly identical, but okay.
2: I'll go slower. I'll give you plenty of time to jump (laughs) in Come up with
1: something funny, I guess. All right.
2: All right, here we go. Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Mm. The surviving friend is possessed by the evil, but the morning comes and the evil is driven away by the sun. With the only bridge out destroyed, the survivor is trapped in the cabin where come nightfall, the evil toys with the survivor. Meanwhile, the daughter of the cabin's owner arrives with a small group who bring ancient pages of the ancient book. The group is possessed one by one and murders all but the survivor, who, using the pages, is sent back to the Middle Ages.
1: I missed something then. I, I didn't grasp the connection between the first and the second film. I just thought that... Then he's showing up in the cabin again, well, see what this did. time just with... One person. No. Well, no. No. Sure. This is like this is interesting.
2: Yes. So, it, like Karate Kid, where they have the previously on the Karate Kid, right? They did that, but they couldn't use the footage. They didn't from have the, the previous rights. movies.
3: You're kidding. They me. lost the rights to their own footage. So, Ridiculous. Yes.
2: So they had to refilm basically the first movie in a short, like five to ten minute thing that sets up the second movie. So if
3: you were to watch Evil Dead One, up to the point where. Uh, it flies into his face, and then cut to the scene. in Evil did too. where he gets when thrown he gets, back when he gets pulled back, and he's and like he's possessed.
2: That's basically the beginning yeah. of the second movie.
3: Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's just so a like, fancy way of doing it again. Yeah, they
2: cut out all the other friends and did a shorter version where it was just him and his girlfriend. And they quickly show that she comes back and all that. And that's supposed to basically be the first movie for people very
3: who didn't unclear.
1: see the first it's one. very unclear. It really just feels like they're just kind of rebooting the first yeah. film again. But now just with one girl. Yeah, well, And basically the same thing the happens. The only clue you really that's how it even feels. get is
2: that her name is Linda. And he gives her the necklace right, again. Right. And yeah. they the kind of the same thing. It's things. the same name
1: and the same necklace. So that's you think that they're just kind of trying it again. Like the Robert Rodriguez films, where he's basically the making... Desperado the, and all that. It's a trilogy, yeah. but he's basically making the same movie three times in a row, but with a, a greater budget every time.
2: Right. Well, but that's the thing. is A lot of people think that the second one is a remake, but it really I, isn't. I, I thought that. Yeah, but th- but that's why... Because it's, it's supposed to be just like a kind of a catch-up for people who haven't seen the first movie. Okay. But like... You know, as soon yeah. as they show you that part and he gets thrown back, that's essentially the beginning of the second movie. Weird, okay. Which is why I started my plots there. All right. To make that very
1: point. I get it. It's, <laughs> good, I'm glad you made that point because it wasn't clear. Go on.
2: Great. <laughs> Army of Darkness. The survivor is imprisoned in medieval England until he proves... Is it he...
1: England? Is it England? Yes, yeah. 1300 AD. I know it's 1300, but but do we know that it's England? Well, he's King Arthur. It's not the King Arthur. He, he is a King, king Arthur. Arthur. I just assumed it was King Arthur. There's no other mention the of. King Arthur. There's no other mention of any of the other, other Arthurian characters. There could be many there. regional Arthurs who are kings of some Arthur names. is probably a common name. <laughs> king Arthur didn't happen in the 1300s. But what's his face? A king.
2: Uh, what it's not. You, supposed Henry to be the Red that. is supposed to is somebody real too, no, right? I don't remember. But where, that was name? Yeah, where was
1: Lancelot? Yeah, it was Lancelot know. and Guinevere.
2: Maybe he was dead
1: already. And Maybe the evil dead guy was dead already. I don't think so. What there weren't Ashes very many Gala of them had. left in that kingdom. The point is, it like yes, it could have been England, but it could just as easily have been.
2: Well, because they specifically say he goes through space and time, so it's yeah. he's, he's moving right. somewhere else, too. Fair I enough. think that's kind of built in. Fair right. enough. Yeah. Go on. Because uh, there wouldn't be people. Never mind. Well, okay. Right,
0: Jeff,
1: obviously. obviously. <laughs>
2: um, where was I? Survivor is imprisoned in medieval England until he proves that he is their savior in
1: a yoke. You don't see too many people in a yoke anymore.
2: No, no, they don't do that anymore. The one
1: hand really had no way of even being clasped in the yoke. It was just kind of laying there. just Pull it out. <laughs> just. You really need a hand for a yoke to make sense. Yeah, you, you don't can have a hand. You
2: see that they're not really connected you can to that see thing. Through all
1: three movies, the, the second and third movie, that he is grasping, he has got a hand in that sleeve. Yeah. yeah it's oh, very obvious oh of course the only movie where it's more obvious Any... might be uh, apollo creed in the crocodile adam sandler hand oh uh, uh, yeah. yeah that was a bet that was the worst description of happy gilmore i've ever but i got with. it
2: i was like uh, okay Sorry. yeah i understand we got there it's rough. we, we all see got the outline of
1: his hand underneath grasping a fake hand <laughs>
2: Good. But that's any handless thing in any movie always looks terrible because it always the arm's just going to be a little too long, because you need just enough room for an actual you know,
1: hand to Nick be. The cage in. with the hand in a uh, Moonstruck.
3: Yeah, did he have so. a fake
1: hand in Moonstruck? Or he am did. I, am I making that up?
3: No, he had yeah, a, a weird. Uh, like, also, uh,
1: in the Fugitive, his fake wooden hand was okay because it was like a little side hand. It was like on a side hand angle. Yeah, remember. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't straight out. But see, but like
2: well, that's—it's meant to look like yeah, a yeah. fake hand, so you're like—you're not judging it that harsh. Would you use a fake to... hand
1: or a hook?
3: He—I mean, he has one arm. So I think I'd want a fake hand. Kinda... Who? The one-armed man.
2: I want a robot like, arm. You want yeah, a robot? Arm. Like Jax from Mortal Kombat.
3: Where I can yeah, like punch like, the ground. metal muscles. All right. You know, get over. not over here. Gotcha. Go over there. Get over
2: there. Yeah.
3: Right, What's the, the third movie? The, I'm sorry.
2: Get away from here!
3: <laughs> should, we, should we take the
1: third? Oh, he's got really deep into the Mortal Kombat legacy. Sorry, I only know the first one.
2: The survivor searches for the ancient book, and upon retrieving it, he awakens the dead and an evil version of himself. He joins forces with King Arthur and is able to slay the evil. The survivor is sent back to present day, where while at work, at a department store, the evil
1: returns. That was really... Very vague. You didn't get There's into There's not any... much else that happens in the You didn't get into detail. any of the
2: details. What, that he shatters a mirror into a million yeah. little pieces? No, no, the, win- swall- the windmill,
1: I think. You might have mentioned oh, the sort of diversion in the that. windmill.
2: That was just an adventure along the way. I was yeah. trying to stick more to the... Fair yeah.
1: enough, but... I'm trying to keep it short. That was actually added in after the fact. What? The original cut of the film didn't involve the windmill scene.
3: Oh, yeah, well, it's... Uh, he looks up and sees his reflection and then runs mm-hmm. into it and then... But in the original, yeah. I
2: was, this time watching it, I'm like, "What the hell was well, the, he doing?" Well, the longer there? version that you're used
3: to <laughs> is like, yeah, <laughs> like like the he thought it was a man over there. That's the problem is the Sci-Fi Channel version is the longest cut. It has a hundred minutes as opposed to eighty five. Oh, okay, so it's an extra shit they threw in. Yeah, and in that movie and that that thing, he's like, you remember, he goes out into the woods with his gun, and he turns around and he thinks he sees himself in the doorway, and he as he runs in, he runs into his reflection. So he's still an idiot, uh, but it's not. He's just looking up. Yeah, I was trying. To, I think the
0: version
2: I watched on this rewatch may have been a different version than I was used to. Yeah, because at the end I was kind of like,
3: I feel like there was more
2: in this movie. There's, but, hmm,
3: there's a really truncated version that was the theatrical cut, but the, like on the some home video releases and on television, they have to elongate. One of the best questions. things about yeah. these
1: films is that they were about ninety minutes each, roughly, even a yeah. little shorter. And unlike these epic superhero films we watched, whatever say what you will about how you feel about them, they're long. They're long as shit. You're devoting some time to watching a Batman Takes film, as much an Avengers
2: film. Yeah, you know. Yeah, these are easier to like squeeze in. You know, where you're like, oh,
1: I can watch a ninety one minutes of these is nothing. Quick. and it's really it gives you a sense of how short films in general were in the eighties for sure. I mean, comedies. Yeah. And horror films were short. Yeah. They were on the short side. Now, you can't go see a comedy that isn't two and a half hours. It's ridiculous. Yeah,
3: yeah and you
2: have to understand, I, if, like... They you can't grew... go over, like, an hour 40 with a comedy. Right. right. Just The enough, idea I is exhausted Jedi
3: Jedi at that Apatowans point. <clears throat> the Jed Apatowans are too long. It's because he has <laughs> to stamp the
1: word poignant all over it at the end without just letting it be poignant. Yeah. Because yeah. that's good writing. But That's fair.
2: But the, movie, a... the funny people, the one he did, is, yeah. like, two and a half hours long. It's too long. And you can't call it funny people and have people think it's going to be a comedy and then it turns out to be this fucking epic as long as you're like, Dark we Knight. hate these people. Yeah. Yeah. But funny the, or not. Like, I creators- don't care. I just want it to end now. <laughs> I didn't I like Adam Sandler, but now I don't care about him either. Like, you the, ruined that. The command. creators
3: of this movie were Big Three Stooges fans. And Boy, that, you can tell. You could tell. But those are shorts, those are 16 minutes. They mm-hmm. only really tell what they. But they can. Even in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies, there's not a lot of fat. And you know what? That's yeah. a
1: perfect place to kind of just get into the details naturally of these films. But first off, say, the years. I didn't want to say the years when you were doing the plots. First sure. one is 1981. Second film is 1987. And the third one, Army of Darkness, 1992. So you get roughly the same amount of time between each film. Yep. Um, the second one made, I believe, because... It had to be made. He made another film that he thought was going to be a hit, Raimi. It lost, yeah, Crime Wave. Wave. And it wasn't a hit, And so he he kind of had to reestablish himself in making the sequel, yes? Yeah, yes.
2: They did Um, it because it lost money. And Crime Wave, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Crime Wave. Um, I don't think it's awful. It's not. It's really ridiculous. It's very Three Stooges, slapsticky, like... Really weird, but like Bruce Campbell's yeah. in it. He plays like the Ronaldo Renal- the heel, yeah. Ronaldo, and we should the heel. really
1: mention that we're talking about basically two people that form the three people. Rob Tappert is the Rob producer. Is okay. the, producer yeah. the primary his... construct of these films, and you're talking about right. the director Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell as the lead, and really the only character that is in all three films. Yes, yeah. and who's this third person you're saying?
2: Rob Tapper. he
1: was the director of all three, he was
2: a producer. the producer. They all produced um Xena and. Hercules, Hercules. I saw some together. of that crossover yeah. I also noticed that the Cone
1: m- brothers were deeply involved yes. in the editing they all yes. were friends uh, all
2: was, friends Joel uh, was an editor on the first Evil Dead and they all kind of lived in a house gig.
1: together when they were coming up with the second yep. film yes yeah. Kathy yep. Bates was lived in that house I read and also uh, another big star too yeah um, Kathy Bateson, uh, what? Francis McDormand, of course. Yeah. The yes, Brothers. Yes,
2: yes.
0: Oh, yeah, a long
1: time ago.
2: Rob Tappert is married to uh, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless. So it's, all,
1: interconnected. it's all very. Yeah. That's what we bring you here at the Trilogy Podcast. The kind of connections to other places we'll just put together in one. Yeah.
2: We make a nice spider web of facts yeah. for you. Hey, and you know what?
1: Foreshadowing. Either, either hey, you like hey, the spiderweb oh. of a trilogy. Spider-Man,
3: Spider-Man, 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 Sam Raimi, all right. So Sam Raimi, basically,
1: if you take out the evil dead, he's famous for also creating the creating, directing the Spider-Man trilogy. Yes. The original Spider-Man trilogy. Um, and he is the only one, as I mentioned earlier, he's the only one gentleman of all of our trilogy directors Mm. who's responsible for fully directing two complete trilogies. The other one would be Peter Jackson of course yes. was Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. The Hobbit. You shall not pass! Oh, that's a pretty impressive accomplishment. And after yeah. those films, Raimi didn't do too many other great films. He, um, I know you guys are fans of his, so you probably like some of this crap, but uh, I'm not yeah, really, yeah, really it's a, There good. is some crap. Is the simple um, Plan the one where they find the briefcase in the woods? Money,
2: yes.
1: yes. Yeah. Bill, the Bill Paxton is in that? Yeah. Like I say, it's essentially,
2: um, it's their Fargo. It's his Fargo. Okay, and that's yeah.
1: Fargo-esque, that kind of. A so it's I'm that sure. kind
2: of, like, you know, bad criminals sort of thing. Yeah, and The Gift. The Gift is really good. I like The Gift. The Gift's really good, that's and that's got a huge Yeah, The Gift is just, cast. like, Billy
1: Bob, Thornton's mother, he thought was a psychic, and so yeah. he wrote a wacky screenplay about his mama, right? right. That's what I read.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah that's what so. it
1: is. I choose not to delve deeply into Billy Bob Thornton's past or family or psyche. I'm debating
3: yeah. listening to a podcast about him right now. Yeah. Uh, sort of.
1: Uh, I oscillate between hating him and liking him, depending upon the interview, the year, the he's movie. He's just a confounding
3: yeah. individual. Yeah,
1: he's strange. Did somebody drop you on your fucking head?
3: Not a friendly social media presence.
1: No. He's unfriendly He's not like media. Bruce
3: Campbell. He's not like a fun person to follow. Oh, God. No. All right. Listen, we're talking no, about like, We'll Bruce get to a Bruce him. Campbell, he we'll has get
1: a good to. Him. Ability we're to still be on track
2: and have people really like him. Right? Rami
1: also Rami did Spider-Man. He also did The Quick and the Dead. The, the oh. Quick and the Dead That's which is a western. Is, yeah, not so good. He's, I hate it because I hate Sharon Stone. Um,
2: oh, speed well we're on The Quick and the Dead. I I will say uh, a hallmark of Sam Raimi's work is that he has his car in every single movie. That is that the one that made. fell
1: from the sky? Yeah, the, main the, when yeah, he the calls Delta it 88. The, the
2: classic, Okay, he that's calls cool. it. Uh, The only one, but because we're talking Quick and the Dead, the only one he didn't have it in is I think the Quick and the Dead is okay. the only one, because it wouldn't make any sense. I think they I did think the there most... was a rumor or in one of the books, somebody said um, <laughs> that they like used the chassis of the car and put like a wagon around it or something at yeah. one point just really? to get it in there. So you could he could say that he had it in all his movies yeah, or something he, like that.
3: Uh, Bruce Campbell mentions he tried to destroy the original version, yes. but he only destroyed a copy because there is a warehouse that has a few Deltas stored, and he doesn't know which one is which, but it's like his quest to destroy. Well, the- Because they're friends, right? I think yeah. it's yeah. worth mentioning that. And that they prank car. each other. Sam
1: Raimi lot. and Bruce Campbell are friends from way back from when the time they were kids, right? Oh,
3: yeah. yeah they, uh, <laughs> Bruce Campbell was on his way to class, and he saw Sam Raimi. Sitting in the middle of the hallway playing with dolls wearing a cape. <laughs> and he was like, That's a weirdo, but I guess you can humor. really see. Yeah, you're my in, best friend. You can really see. And he was
1: basically, and we'll get to Bruce Campbell in just one more second, but I want to just mention before we get off Sam Raimi that his last, uh, most recent film that was anything was The Great Oz. and Powerful yeah. Oz, which mm. made some money.
3: Um, I didn't see it because I, I really, I'm not really a either. fan, to be honest, of The Wizard of Oz. Universe. He's more of a producer nowadays. I wonder, like, mm-hmm. I would love for him to move to TV. I mean, they kind of did with Ash versus Evil Dead, but I would like yeah, he him directed the first two episodes. And I, yeah. I, I, yeah, we'd be crazy we'd if we more. didn't
1: mention that there is, you know, a couple other incarnations of yeah, this the trilogy. They had the, the what's it called, Ash versus the Evil Dead?
2: Yeah, the TV show. Yeah, went three seasons. It just recently got canceled. Yeah,
1: they did a reboot of this film as well. Kind of. In what year? Uh, 2013. I have yeah. down. It just picks yes. up
2: 30 years but after the fact. There's some but It does
1: not star
3: um Bruce Campbell no, simply
1: as a cameo. I think he's just a cameo. He's just uh, a cameo at the end of the movie.
3: He's the star of the show. This is mm-hmm. all the, the show's all about Ash. All right, Phil, get a hold of yourself. I'm I know sorry. you're his boyfriend, but I'm talking about <laughs> I'm Is it a girl the so lead right now. of the, the lead film? is a girl, yes. The remake, the remake, the That's what I'm talking about. I'm right. not talking about Ash versus Evil, oh, I'm talking about the reboot. I'm so sorry. We moved oh, on. At least yeah. headphones, I can't hear anything except myself. You have anything else
1: to say about Raimi before we go on to Bruce Campbell all the way? I mean, do you have something to say about Spider-Man? I'm sure you guys I really... will say something that comes uh, up in
2: both of those trilogies uh is what, I'm, uh, what i what I think another hallmark of Sam Raimi's work is there's always a montage of hands doing things. Like it's a lot of really uh fast like he's him the grabbing man. the chainsaw, boom, this down, just yeah, f- ch- quick cuts. Like big kind it, almost Whoa. uh uh like Edgar Wright.
3: Yeah. Eckroyd takes a lot okay. with that regard. Interesting. Yeah. And Sam, I, think,
2: I think he did inspire him a yeah. lot. I like it. And okay. he never
3: shot master shots. When they did the first one, he was always a. Uh, he always just had a knife for like weird, uh, odder angles.
1: We're talking about Sam Raimi's directing techniques. Yes. And I noticed that. He, so he gets better as he goes. Mm-hmm. And that first film, especially, it's quick things, quick, abrupt action. Something's happening and it abruptly stops and everything gets quiet. So. That very but real he kind of brings stat.
2: that horror feel into the Spider-Man movies yeah. too. At Re- moments, does it? You think? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And okay. they do have those moments of like hands. Hands is like, in the montage. quick cuts. I, I he call also it, does the circling
1: camera in yeah. every single film. He loves yeah. to circle around uh Campbell and just kind of play the action around him. He, he moves
2: like a magician. Yeah. There's like an upside down shot in the first one too. That like comes a really all funky yeah, shot too. Yeah. It's interesting. He always
3: because. He builds towards the set pieces, in, in a which, in a way, where like the cinematography is a part of the trick, and it's all like this. It's a very all encapsulated. But the first movie, it's very shaky. You, yeah, you can tell he hasn't found his, his well, exact his skill yet. There were like yet. three people on set after yeah. the, uh, towards the end of production. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They pissed off everyone they possibly could, and Their then those Christmas three people pl- played everything. <laughs> yeah. They, they were is that all right? right. Yeah. Ted Rainey played a, a uh, lot of fake I don't know if you
2: read They about say the word
1: that. I noted. Well. I, well, this will be the transition of Bruce Campbell because weirdly enough, in his name in many of the films he's done with Raimi, who, who's basically kept him in business. Let's yeah. not kid ourselves. He's been in essentially all of Raimi's films except for a couple of B-grade shit movies no one's seen. Yeah. I know you guys have seen them. Most of us have not Talk seen them. Okay. Um Although Maniac Cop is also a cult. Yes sort of film that people like. And there he, is a trilogy. In it, ah, Cop it is a trilogy film, but the third one was to video which disqualifies it from being something we cover they need a Mr. Miyagi to just falsify the registration I'm sorry Uh, very good Phil right they need a Miyagi to steal the proverbial black belt (laughs) right in front of his fucking face (laughs) right in front of
2: his face oh Um, look at this on the paper was Bruce Campbell the
1: maniac cop though
2: no he was the hero Maniac huh? Oh, he was. Uh, wasn't he in the third one? No, he dies in the all second one in
3: like the first ten minutes. No, he was uh, in the first really? two.
0: You have the right to remain silent forever.
3: But uh, Robert Zidar was the Maniac Cop. Uh, we got, uh, but not not in the Evil Dead. So. Oh, with the big face. Big face. Oh big my face. God, Although yes. Bruce example, Campbell passed.
1: does qualify as a trilogy superstar because he was a voice in Cars. And, and he he's he's is in, the Star, in War- the Star Wars. He's, he's
2: in all these Spider-Man Man. movies.
1: Yeah, he's a trilogy superstar because of Raimi. But outside yeah. of that, he was also in Cars. Good looking, out. I'm sorry. Oh, happy. he was in Cars and in Sky Boys. High.
3: Disney kind of likes him. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of nice. Because well, they like the man doesn't? Edgy. There's no yeah.
1: controversy behind him, right? He's, there's no, not that we know of. He's yeah. not a
3: drug addict.
2: He's not, I mean, you'd be, I, w- I would think he would get accused of being like a sexist or, yeah, a something.
3: little, I mean, maybe, but isn't that part of the guy?
2: But I think that's he's kind of an old fashioned guy. Th- and yeah, and right. isn't
3: that, isn't
1: the part that way too? Isn't Ash that kind of a guy? He is, yes,
2: he b- certainly becomes more and
3: more. All the other so things
1: we might know uh, Bruce Campbell from just outside of the Raimi world is, um, I have him down as being a main character on Burn Notice, which was a yes. series. Oh,
3: yeah, that's how my parents got to know him. Got to know him because they knew (laughs) I was was a fan. That's how my parents met.
1: Bill's parents met (laughs) on Burn Notice*. notice. (laughs) Uh,
3: No, they because they finally got to see him. They knew like who the fuck is this guy that he's obsessed about? Why is is there this book? Why is that? Why are they showing our two-year-old son *Evil Dead 2*? Like, and then they finally got to like watch *Burn Notice* all the time, and then we were united in our fandom.
2: Because they made that movie, uh, My Name is Bruce, where he he plays himself. He's a
1: version of himself, right? Yeah, Uh,
2: it's supposed to be him, and then he has to fight some
1: evil presence of some kind. I read something about that.
2: Yeah. Uh, It's actually, it's a funny movie. It's very ridiculous, but it's sort of his JCVD. Yeah. Shot
1: in his backyard.
2: Except JCVD took a very serious turn at one point where Jean-Claude Van Damme was crying. Yeah, that
1: is a... Scott, that is a beautiful moment. The, the, oh, I know. The, the, floating it's
2: up, the floating up monologue? Yes. That was amazing.
1: On vous dit pas os. On vous dit parfois dans ce show business, we're going to fuck him. It's funny you should mention him because uh, Sam Raimi was a, a second unit director or directed some scenes on Hard Target, which is a, oh. a little-known Van Damme film. Looks like we missed the party. There's a lot of films
2: in horror that are more than just horror. They're always horror and something else. Usually horror comedy. Horror
1: over and over again. Horror, horror,
3: horror. Pronounce the horror. Horror, horror, horror. All the horror. Horror. And also it's Cannes film festival. Horror, horror,
2: horror films.
1: Horror, horror. All right, I'm sorry, Horror, horror, horror. Just please. <laughs> um,
0: you are nothing but a whore, Sister Superintendent. Yes, I want you to know, sir, that you have a whore living in the sh- hard.
2: But there's a lot of films that will use like the typical horror film setup to make a comment on film, like you were saying, with like Scream, right? Is takes the typical horror film setup of the time, uh-huh. which was like A Girl Home Alone, gets a call and oh, there's a scary man, kind of the urban legend yeah. kind of thing and kind of makes a comment on it while also being a good horror film. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think Evil Dead kind of does the same thing and I would put uh, Cabin in the Woods basically does the, it, it actually a lot more plainly does that. If you have ever seen Cabin in the Woods?
1: I read that Cabin in the Woods is... It's
2: basically sort of, it's it's very heavily inspired, I would say, by
1: Evil Dead. The prototype. One. Yeah,
2: yeah. But it's doing, again, Evil Dead. By that point, Evil Dead, that was a classic setup of a cabin in the woods already, mm-hmm.
1: so. Oh, why have you disturbed our
0: sleep? Awakened us from our ancient slumber? Evil Dead. Oh, Evil
1: um, Dead. It's me transitioning into yes. fucking talk of the first movie. Good transition. We're here yeah, well, I'm just <laughs> to transition. i saying you numerous <laughs> times movie so starts we can
3: talk with some fog and some shots of the woods. God, if there isn't a lot of fog yes. in this movie. There's so much fog. I've never seen so much fog the in fog a film.
2: The fog, it points represents the evil dead. Yes. Well. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, the well, way it reflects reverses... Well, I mean more so in the beginning of the second one, yeah. I guess. But I think they... the
1: thing that defines this movie and the first thing you see in this in, this film is the point of view shot of the evil dead. It's a yeah.
3: unique technique. It's, it's a really interesting. It's a cheap Stanley Kubrick replica. That's what he was they were trying is that to do right? like they were trying to do the study cam shit from the Shining, but they didn't have the money to lay down tracks, so they well, they strapped the camera to like a plank it's, of wood. It's a
2: plank of wood with, and I think it, it, on either end there's yeah. a different person holding on to it and they're just running through the woods. Right. So the camera's just going Well, I liked back it in the first shot of the
1: movie when it was behind the car as that cool car was rolling yeah. through the woods. So I just thought it looked neat. Oh, that interesting
2: style. A note about the car going through the woods though too is it's silent during that shot and right? I mm-hmm. and I believe it's because the car wasn't on and they rolled it <laughs> they rolled it across that grass. So it's got this right. great like you can hear it going through the grass, but no car engine at but all. But it has it's that it's kind ch- of yes. an eerie kind of moment.
1: It has that cheap feel in the beginning, though. It has that amateurish look. The shots of the interior of the car really looks like a college film. <laughs> when yeah. that girl throws it's, her hands up was, against the window and the truck say. is coming, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it feels like something. <laughs> Phil, don't tell me you didn't make something just like that somewhere in college. You're <laughs> in college for 10 years. Yeah, yeah,
3: sure. You have three I'm film not degrees. I'm sure, sure you there. did hey.
1: that exact thing somewhere.
3: My favorite opening to a movie is just... Bruce Campbell looking directly at the camera while stoned. Really, that's the best way you could begin this movie. Be <laughs> stoned. The c- they got stoned for some of that because they thought they'd like replicate real life, man. But then right. they filmed nothing.
2: Well, that was the uh, that was the thing. I guess originally they, but they, in that scene, they don't even smoke a joint. But they yeah. were originally supposed to, and they actually smoked a
1: joint. Well, we also found out that the weed in Tennessee was uh, pretty good, apparently. <laughs> yeah, more powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so uh, we did not really film the scene successfully. No real stars in this movie except for, you know... Self-made. The eventual star. The eventual Eventually. star, but no big stars. The one girl who um, bugs out looks a lot like Jenny Slate to me. Yeah, right, Ellen Sandweiss. Yeah, she looks like Jenny Slate. And it's around that time where the movie starts to kind of change. Once she goes into the woods and gets raped by the woods, yeah, which is an interesting sort of effect or whatever, it looks like she's raped by the woods. Yeah, she's possessed. It, yeah, it's it's it is known as the her tree her rape scene. Uh, yeah. It is. Yeah, yes. It's not just me. Thi- okay, oh, I no, remember yeah.
3: hearing about this in middle. I never saw Evil Dead One until ninth grade because it wasn't. It was on. It wasn't on VHS. Yeah. Uh, oh no. It, wasn't, it was out of print no. for years. Is that right? Long okay. Time. Okay. Um, and then the tenth anniversary of Evil Dead Two, they released a DVD, and then that one came out. Evil Dead right. One. But I remember hearing about the tree rape scene on like internet forums and yeah. being intrigued and horrified. Because I mean, but whatever, by today's
1: standards, it's like, it's a goof. It's a goof. You Who's don't pointing? see anything. She's not even, it's nothing. But it's I nothing. mean,
3: why, <laughs> and as I rules. get older, I wonder why I, I. you go after such horrifying things that you're like, what the fuck is right. that? You have yeah. to see it because you got to believe it. You do. But that's kind of, that's my wall. I can't tell you how often, how hard.
1: many discussions were had and how much buzz was created between me and my friends about the movie Faces of Death, just based on seeing the cover in the video store. Yeah. Before we finally watched it and digested what we were looking at. Now, if you watch a face of death movie, it is a joke. It is a laugh a second.
0: For the first time in cinema history, the greatest fear of all mankind will be graphically exposed.
1: Yeah. Back then, we watched it in a dark room like, Boy, fucking shit, we're experiencing yeah.
3: death in yeah, our You know what I mean? Like, it was—it got very serious. It's the context for, of a, for the For a
1: 12-year-old, for an 11-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's
3: one thing to watch a movie straight through. It's another to flip between normal TV and the black box pay-per-view channel to watch Jason Goes to Hell. It's a much more scarier movie that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's, the forbidden fruit makes it yeah. scarier. And the thing
3: about this movie is when it finally came out on DVD, you could see all the rubber, the rubber pencil in the foot. But yeah. back then... Like, uh, I later found my Uncle Nick had a VHS dub of it. And the quality is such shit. And even on HBO, it's so dark. I was
1: going to say that. The rubber pencil on the foot is the first thing where you're like, boy, this is really cheap looking. Like, give me a break. You know? I think the the foot looked pretty solid. Scotty, listen to me, please, for God's sake. (laughs) Scott! Ash right. really proud of his magnifying glass necklace that he yeah, gives his, to every woman that so, he encounters so, he's like, such he's a, a great piece of jewelry he is a it's dirt it's bag horrible.
3: Phil you're right it's a he a horrible is kind of a dirt bag
1: he's probably got a, a whole fucking box
2: kid. of them in the trunk That's that he gives like. to every yeah. girlfriend like, cheap garbage
3: I got these Chinese import necklaces come on baby give them to this next Linda they cost me a quarter they really
1: let you borrow this from the jewelry store
3: I'm a very good customer
1: Once the girl comes back in the house after being attacked, and she's the first evil one, right? She's the first one to bug, right? She's the
2: first one to turn. To turn. Yeah. And attack and attack Bruce. Yeah, apparently through injection.
1: The funniest thing in any of the movies for me is the first time she grabs Bruce, throws him across the room into that bookshelf, he smashes into it, comes off it, and you think it's over, then it falls back down on his face and that whole scene. Had me in uproarious laughter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Down the
1: road, that scene will impact how I rank these movies in a huge way. Because I can't tell you how funny I thought that was. Uh, and I, yeah. I just. And then she throws him into it later, and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, the just, later one's even funnier. I mean, oh, yeah. he just takes a beating, and it connects to his whole. The second best part in that movie is that shot through the doorway where she's on his knees, and he's just fucking punching her in the face over and over again. And you see her from behind, he's just punching her. And yeah. it's just a great shot. And yeah. it, this is. Very few horror films have the amount of punching that these first two do. Yeah. So like like these
3: Three Stooges antics. Yeah, Shut down.
0: I'm a victim of circumstance.
3: <laughs> uh, who are you hitting? Oh, you're oh, gone. <laughs> okay.
1: Be quiet. At no point does anyone tell him he has to fashion wooden <laughs> crosses.
2: Yeah. No, creatures. I
1: understand. They in, don't even have to be buried, just dismembered. Why are you burying them? Well, I, I understand that for,
2: um, like, his girlfriend yeah. doing a little grave, or whatever. Shelly, okay. We can't but bury in,
3: Shelly. She's a friend in, of ours. In,
2: just to ju- quickly jump ahead, an army of darkness he buries his twin and yeah. puts a cross it. Like, you know, it definitely becomes why? a thing
1: for the film. Someone else yeah. must have noticed this.
2: Yeah. That he weirdly makes crosses. It's the international symbol for I've buried a person. You yeah. Know? It's <laughs> like I mean, putting
3: just... tape or strips of paper on a on an AC unit in a movie. Yeah, but right, So right. you know right. it's moving. Show showing. them that air's coming <laughs> out. <laughs> That's true. So the Jesus is coming you, the, to... Uh, the logic, <laughs> it's like a war is
1: happening around you. It's like you're in Vietnam and the enemy's attacking you it's like, what's Peterson doing over there? Making crosses for the guys in the... The VC's attacking us right now.
3: Peterson's got to make that's what's happening to fucking or Ash. It's uh, and the the funny thing is he is such a little cowardly bitch in this entire movie. It's Scotty is kind of the hero until he wanders in the woods.
2: Well, Scotty's too much of a dick
3: to be a hero. Like but he was a dick the,
2: from the beginning. He's a prankster. Yeah, kind of. you're like, yeah, I like Scotty, but he's not. We're waiting for a hero to arrive, basically,
3: and it takes movie. Ash a while to arrive, but Look, he, yeah, he a, gets there.
2: You bastards! Why are you torturing me like this? Why? I was reading. Apparently, it was like a lot of that stuff was just made up on the fly while they were filming, and it feels like a lot, was like, especially yeah, in this, first this. Movie, <laughs> The first
1: movie, much of it feels made up. Yeah, and yeah. they're just kind of whatever, whatever in pain they can inflict upon him. They're going. They just to. went on and on forever. And the That's thing why is, he, when he's saying, Why are you torturing me like this? He's talking to his friend, Sam yeah. Raymond. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> and they pissed off Ellen Samway so badly in that movie because they treated her like Bruce Campbell as well. There was a heavy equality of abuse. There was one point when she, after falling down a number of times while shooting the, the chase back to the cabin, she just got up and was like, I'm done. Good night, guys. Not doing this anymore. <laughs> She's just fucking cut up, and I think at one point Sam Raimi's like, "You should suffer for your art. This is what this is about." And she took exception. And I, it was left. It's
1: around that time that we're talking about in the movie when she throws Bruce across the room. He's fighting her. That, yeah, where the movie makes that abrupt shift to obviously being a spoof. Yeah, it begins to then spoof horror films. Right. I mean, it, it definitely starts as a straight horror movie, but I feel like you've got to be blind. Not to see that this movie shifts dramatically once the bloodletting begins. I think begins. that
3: they meant to do what they were doing as a horror movie. I know. They but, wanted but it but to be a But in
1: retrospect movie. now, surely we can see how it doesn't look like other horror movies at the time. No. No. I mean, I guess at the time, well, that's toward- why I was getting banned and people were focusing on the gore of it, the amount of fluids. But yeah. ultimately, when you look at it, it, it was really silly. What yeah. was being said? What was happening was silly and comedic, right?
2: Well, toward the end of the movie is my favorite part of the movie. I love that, the which end is of why the I, I like the second one too, is because it's him by himself, sort of getting fucked with, yeah. And then that seems like when they were doing the most experimental, like filmy kind of stuff, like him touching the mirror and yeah, awesome. The mirror head shots, really
3: cool, yeah. But I it really seems like that part the of the movie, bit. they're
2: like, "Here's all the stuff we tried as like maybe we'll use it," and they kind of pile it in at the yeah. end.
3: That movie has has so much raw energy at the There are end. no real rules to the movie, though. Phil. No. I have a problem with that because
1: Hash many times is touched, bitten, and he never turns till the second movie. But in the yeah, first yeah. movie, he's fucked up many times.
2: They, they, he yeah. hasn't turn. They, they kind of make up whatever.
1: I also liked in these films how the whole, another trend or a theme for all these films is obviously fluids and <laughs> amount of blood. <laughs> yeah. But the first movie in particular, not only was it bloody, but it seemed like every kind of fluid was used. Oatmeal was
3: obviously used in oh, a scene hell yeah! different colors of fluids like cream were. corn,
1: I think. Oh, the cream corn out of the... I'm just as as pouring it on more and
3: more. Well, that was actually pig fat. It wasn't cream corn.
1: Pig fat?
3: Yeah, it was uh, lard or something oh. that they died. That's a
1: big time trend. You can see it and it gets bigger or and bigger in every single movie. Some shit, yeah. It's, um, it's it's kind of funny. But you know what? Sam Raimi, I noticed with all these films, like them or not, however you feel, it's... I respect him because he throws everything at the wall and some of it sticks and some of it doesn't for right. me. Yeah. But he's going for it. He's trying yeah. something. And at the end of the day, I saw a trilogy, and I'll talk about this more a bit later, that I'd never seen before. This is something unique. This is something original. No matter yeah. what, it's original. Yeah. yeah. So I respect it. You know, um, what, did I, what did I mean when I wrote here animated disintegration? What disintegrates oh, the, the claymation? The, the long the claymation,
2: sort of a, claymation, stop motion. I gotta tell you, I that's, love that. That's, it, it's, I, it's I hate so it. Fucking I think weird. the
1: biggest failing of any of the of the first two and part of the third film is the claymation effects take me out of it. Uh, uh,
2: apparently it was hate the them. longest thing to edit, too. Uh, oh, yeah. there was so much of it. So
1: that's how they did it then. Watch fucking The, the Clash of the Titans. That's the yeah. that's what was happening. Then. And you get that more into kind of too.
2: Army of Darkness really gets into that too. The with skeletons, but, yeah. but you know
1: what? We'll talk about that. It's different from Army of Darkness. Yes. This yes. is really no, this more is... that stop-starty yeah. kind of early '80s feel. That again, I connect but, with the you know,
3: Clash of the Titans. Right. right. Yeah.
1: But that stuff, it, which it's I don't like, I like, stuff of nightmares.
3: It really is. Even if it's even if work... like. See,
2: that's the thing about it this movie it is, yes, work, there's though. moments that are like clearly comedic where you yeah. see he's getting covered in the yeah. blood or even he there's a point where he's getting his leg shredded. By, yeah. It was just like, yeah and his screaming is hilarious. Yeah. Like, like going nuts for it. It, it. It's great. Yeah, no, his reactions are great. But there are moments where it's it's pure horror. There's a scene where she's like. What happened to her eyes? Which is like, you know, an iconic part of yeah. that movie that right. like, oh good God. But like what happened to her eyes? What happened to the rest of her? Yeah. She looks completely yeah. different. Why would you focus on like well, her eyes are different? Her face is also she white looks and like
3: falling a, off. <laughs> zombie faces. dog in that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> we move on. Yes. To Evil Dead Two. Dead by Dawn.
0: Dead by
1: Um, you know, when I saw that book set up in the beginning, that, like, book deal where they the It was written about the darkness. Yeah,
3: rumors. you know what it
1: made me, uh, made me feel like? Another horror classic Remind me of Hellraiser. A little Clyde Barker. Mm. Story about the cube that, uh, the pleasures and pains of hell and heaven and the mystical cube that the guy was looking for in Hellraiser.
2: I always liked that the book has a picture of the book inside of the book. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> like, why, why would You're somebody draw a book. picture? reading book. This is the book you're currently reading. (laughs) I don't need to find it. I have it right here in
3: my hands. If you'd like to make another copy of this book, instructions inside this book to make another book.
1: Take a look. It's in a book. A passageway
3: to the evil worlds beyond.
1: You know who Ash really reminds me of? Um, Dirk from the Dragon's Lair video game series. (laughs) He sort of looks like him, and he kind of 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 reacts in the same holy shit way Uh to to horror going on around him. For whatever reason, it really popped into my head to the point where I looked it up to see if there was some inspiration there. There isn't. But I feel like if there was ever going to be a live-action movie of Dragon's Lair, Bruce Campbell's got yeah, yeah. to play Dirk. It has to play him. Um, things progress ridiculously fast in these films. One thing to the next. Especially in this film, where in one second, they're trying to escape. In the next second... He's de- again decapitating the woman he came to
3: the. Right yeah, they're just there. like relaxing and then the next second, without warning, he chops her head off. He has to. Zero to chop your head off. Really?
1: I mean, it, it just gets right to the point, that's where you're really like, this is a comedy, this is... It better be, at this <laughs> point. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> Please, yeah, he went to
2: the chop of your head off pretty quickly there.
1: But there's other, like, animated aspects to this one that I don't like. When they showed the bridge, it looks like something from Sleeping Beauty or The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> that's what I like it's about... It's clearly drawn. Yeah. It's yeah. very yeah. obviously drawn. I like about this, I
2: because I think in the second one, they decided, they're like, well, we're going to make it a little more... Cartoonish, yeah, like where it's almost like, but or, it's, or like almost like the pulp comic sort of thing. But you know what I mean? It's like, not
1: funny without that. I don't need you every. You, some of the things don't work. Like another example of something in the second one that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Those, uh, when we see the father's image, ghost image later on, they're the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when the, save so soul! That and when the and house, the, the image is projected across the actual cabin itself and it's a monster mouth. Yeah. That effect where they're doing those projected image effect yeah, yeah. doesn't work in these films. No. It's too much. We don't need them. I think no. it's just too much. I'll give you another uh, example. That
2: seems like that had to be a later shot.
1: Second that film were, like, as well. Like we need a I don't like the trees coming to life like fucking Wizard of Oz trees. And I that's like that. Ridiculous. That's
3: gross. No. It's, I
1: like it. I like when they're raping the people and attacking <laughs> people but I don't like it when their people favorite. are walking by it's and they're like part. sacking them in the head like, you know, like a hand in a tree <laughs> fucking costume. It, it's yeah. wacky to me. Ow! What do you think you're doing? I love the second film because See, it's like Bruce Campbell is ready for all this shit to happen In the first one it seemed like he was genuinely surprised by it and this one it's more like oh, now I'm ready to fight the night, yeah. and now
2: it's I, I guess so the but I, continues.
1: So much, I enjoy so, so much curves. the first one his reactions and this one I like his fight no doubt about yeah. it dude. when he fucking fights forget about the hand the funniest fight is the head on his hand and him fighting the head. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, by yeah. far the funniest fight. I love it. Yeah. But it's... And it's great. It's my favorite part of the movie. But George his reaction is... not It's not the same kind of a thing. It's like he knew he had to fight this head. And here right. he goes fighting it. Whereas in the first <laughs> movie, he's like, what in the fuck is occurring around me? Yeah. Whatever. It's just two different feels. Well, the, yeah. thing, the thing that I like about it...
2: Because I think it had to go away from being a traditional horror movie because you don't have all the characters of... Like, the first movie is very... Oh, and then one by one they all get picked off until there's yeah, one yeah. left. Very typical horror movie. But then they took a hard right where they're, yeah. you know, it's just him by himself.
3: They like so that, being tortured. he has to be fucked with. Yeah. And, yeah. The and you just have been But you just so, nailed uh, it.
1: That The best part of the second movie is when he's by himself. Yes. Because when those when they arrive, show it, gets, it goes and, down. Yeah. It goes down. Except
2: that we get Henrietta which yeah, is one
1: of the
3: greatest a, things of the, the entire show. creepiest trilogy. worst best thing fucking ever. Fucking her his, and mom, no, Jake yeah. the Hillbilly.
1: Now the mom is is played by, by his Ted brother, his yeah, brother. Yeah, I, I yeah. And
2: he should have gotten a fucking Oscar. He should <laughs> have. <laughs> have Cuz it's terrible. Yeah, so it's pretty awful. Every time he, you see him just like, man, we I it is
1: just there in the tra- under the trap door, But right? still very f- they 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 just really dance that
2: line of like funny and kind of like ridiculous and Scary. At the same time, you're like, it's the white eyes, the the contact lenses they had to wear, which by the way were fucking excruciating, and they'd take off every fifteen minutes. Yeah, I can imagine oh, yeah. Yeah. their eyes would die if sure. they hadn't. For
0: God's sake, what happened to our
1: eyes? The hand effect, what's going rah, rah, rah. Yeah. You're doing it on? doing all that shit. It's really, I, I don't know. It's too. I don't yeah. know. I, it's hitting and miss for it It's a comedy. Yeah, it's you're, a right. Movie. you're right. You're right. It's a comedy. But it's like No, you know that it's you know that it's a comedy, but still it's so fucking silly. I just I'm looking at the Adams family for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind the hand fight, but once the hand is becomes disconnected and he's yeah. It's fucking silly. It's the
3: Adams family. I don't like that shit. I wish that there was more of a resolution, but I mean you need the hand to go away for the ending to happen. Yeah. Uh and to get the chainsaw hand. That's all cool. That's all cool. Chainsaw hand is cool. Chainsaw hand is fucking great. But then, uh, like, we never see that the, nev- the hand never gets its come until the TV show, kind of, sort of. The the bit with the blood shower that goes from red to black. I was going to yeah. mention that. And then the, the everything from the hand to the blood shower to the laughing everything in the house. Yeah. Is a perfect the, sequence. The fucking laughing deer head is <laughs> the, my favorite thing oh, in the whole movie. It's okay. The it's scariest,
2: harshest, funniest cow. fucking like it horrifies me <laughs> and yet it delights me at the yeah. same time. Well, that's what that's that's the line for me. Is yeah. if I'm horrified and delighted. Oh, the and he the blood, the blood color like... fill
1: that you mentioned is almost like Sam Raimi saying, "Oh, you thought the last movie was fucking bloody? Why yeah. don't you take a look at this?" Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously connects to Army of Darkness, where he's like, "Oh, you thought there was a lot of blood in the second one? I'm yeah. just gonna create a geyser, a needless yeah. geyser yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. A geyser that doesn't go with anything. No. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. <laughs>
0: Swallow this.
1: I noticed the dialogue in the first two films, and to some degree in the third, is nothing. There's no significant dialogue in these films. It's the first no. two, just Well, again,
2: out. he's alone for most of it. Yeah. You're right. And
1: he says, like, I, in the second film, we get the setup for the third film where his catchphrase is groovy. Okay. Yeah. Is that a throwback to the idea that the first film was, like, in the 70s, and he himself is kind of like... Yeah, yeah. Kitchy kind of a... That's the idea, right? I
2: suppose, yeah. I think it's funny. Well, it's funny you mentioned the dialogue too because there's one point where I was cracking up. I was like, I've never noticed what a stupid line that is. What? And it's the daughter coming back and she turns on the tape recorder and it's the father talking about uh, his wife and how he had to kill her and right, all this stuff. That's right, And she turns it on. We hear about ten, uh, about five, six seconds. We've already heard his voice earlier in the movie. Yeah. We know who this character is. Yeah. And it's five, six seconds. She's like, shh, listen up. This is my father's voice. <laughs> yeah, we know. We're on board. We got it.
1: We, we got it. Totally. Does that line need to be said?
2: Like, we all know what's happening right now.
1: I never thought of that. I like how. I like it's how. It's such an obvious. Doesn't it seem like. Listen up. Doesn't it like, seem like what? the father should know better than to say aloud this incantation? Yeah. He seems completely confident in the first two films. Like, <laughs> yeah. he should. Oopsie. clearly shouldn't be doing this. Then seconds after it happens, he's like. Oh, shit. Yeah. I did the exact thing I shouldn't he should have done. should have brought his wife. <laughs> and like,
2: I put it on tape so people could accidentally turn the it's tape not recorder even on. Like,
1: and... It's not even like they say anything. It's not yeah. even their fault. They s- Listen, moral of the story, when you get to the cabin <laughs> and there's a fucking reel-to-reel there, don't just turn it on. Yeah. Phil, I feel yeah. like you'd still just turn it on, wouldn't you? I'm looking at you. You're looking you would. at me. Well, you know what? I think if you Am pop I some headphones on that bitch. thing... It'd well, it will only come true to you
2: because yeah, they it's could not out, you. It's not
3: allowed. It's it's isolated. It seems it's, like it has to be out loud. You know well, what? Next time right, you guys yeah. go
1: to the con convention, you maybe go up to him and you say, "What if I put in headphones? Well, then uh, just possess yeah. me instead of the fucking cabin." Uh, and he'll Ted like, Rabin, Ted Rabin. And he'll be and like, "Get, get
3: away from me!" Get a life, will you, people? <laughs> Crying out loud! It's it's just a TV show. The battle with with Ash and Henrietta is remarkable in that it's the first time you could say a man with a chainsaw hand some sort of zombie dinosaur on film. You sure that's the first time you can say that? Phil? I could. You, you could say that. I think you could so. Say that. I would say it. Way to go um, out on a limb, Phil. But fair enough. But you're here uh, to a 13 year old or 14 year old who's very busy in middle school and they got a lot of teachers giving them hell. Yeah. Maybe they've drawn pictures of themselves as Ash killing their teacher with a chainsaw. Really? Uh, no. that was also a demon. Maybe they have, but I'm not saying they did. Okay, Phil. Mm.
2: Um, I I always have appreciated uh the way uh Bruce Campbell when he goes to the bridge, he he looks and he has like a typical like the three no's like the no uh, no. no no, but he does a short second no into a large like he goes like a no. No, no, <laughs> like just, and, and I yeah. always appreciate it. I'm like, oh, you you, you did a little spin on little it. Take it's on not her, like yeah. a slow build, it's an abrupt build. All right, all like right. hits the car on the way over.
3: Yeah, no, no, you shall die. No! Yo, she bitch, let's go.
1: And that is a perfect transition into the army of darkness, which yeah. uh, what it happen. which was then another escalation in budget there was more money to this more story to it and really it was a direct continuation from the second movie whereas the one is the the first movie is almost the outlier in these films second and third are meshed up perfectly it got into my hand and it went bad
0: so I lapped it off at the wrist
1: But I like the narration that connects it all together in the beginning. I think it's cool. I think is that it's his voice doing the narration, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, it's Bruce. Gable. It's the problem I have ultimately with a lot of these these films is they should let him talk more. When yeah. he talks and says stuff, he's funny. So let him fucking do that more. Yeah. Well, that's I really like, I'm like, not talking about catchphrases, which are fine. I'm yeah. talking about let him fucking really say a sentence, not yeah. three words. Yeah, he,
2: it is striking how much he speaks in the third movie, yeah. and like how funny you're like laughing well, the whole time. You're the like, third he's funny. movie
1: is an absolutely yeah. different kind of film.
3: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick.
1: But surely. You noticed that the beast in the pit—the one that suddenly comes out of the brick wall—looks like the beast from Big Trouble in Little China. That is, yeah, it's got a huge head. That's got the head and the long, yeah, yeah. jaws, and that is going to eventually kill Kurt Russell See, at I, the end of the film. I like, thought
2: you were going to say that, that 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 scene is a lot like Return of the Jedi with the Rancor.
1: Too, too obvious. Too easy. <laughs> But you were saying it before, Phil, I hate those fucking little, little bruises. I think that's so dumb. They're so crazy. That's dumb. And the whole thing inside the, the windmill scene is dumb. Because it's a throwback to the first two That things. traumatized me as a kid. It's the first till, two movies in, the in a one place, fighting them off. And it's like, this isn't that anymore. It's not a horror movie anymore. Let it just be this right. action spoof. You know, let it be that. They it's sort of just throw all the rules spoof.
2: that they've set up to out the window. They I mean, yeah.
1: respect it. They want to get, want to put him in a different place, doing different shit. I get that. Yeah. You don't want to make the How many same movie you do through. in the cabin. So then, know? good. Don't put him in the fucking windmill. It's the cabin. Yeah.
2: And actually, supposedly the original script idea for the second one was that he goes back into the Middle Ages, and medieval.
3: Yeah, I saw. I read about that. Yeah. Um the the bit with uh good bad on the guy with the gun, cool. A very cool uh sound bite in the 1990s. Yes. Uh, on yes. Windows. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. That's yeah, a great shutdown good. or alert thing. I like
1: the groovy. I like when he says groovy, groovy. again. Groovy. I like, um, give me some sugar baby.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's got all that. That's what I love
1: about that's it. Though. That it's like
2: 70s hipster They're giving shit. him all the catchphrases. It's funny. Like, Cause in, I was thinking about this. There's a lot of like literary and other kind of references in this movie where clearly it's very much like, you know, a Connecticut Yankee and yeah. Arthur's court, um, he gets tied down exactly. like Gulliver's Travels. Right, yeah. You know, like...
1: See, there's a lot of... Good point. I Thank you. I know that I reminded me of something. He was yes. tied down like Gulliver's Travels and it's little people. Very good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. But I still hated those fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to say this. I, I many, also hate Gulliver's how Travels. How many but... dorks do you think at whatever fucking HorrorCon Comic Con have gone up to uh, to Bruce, okay, and said to him, uh, in, in Army of Darkness, you look into a mirror and it's supposed to be the 1300s. But the mirror wasn't invented until 1835. How can you reconcile that, Mr. No, Campbell?
2: No, but you know what I would How say. How can
1: you justify that to all of the fans who love these movies so much? If, if I could put my nerd
2: glasses on for a second. Uh, at one point, uh, you tell King Arthur that his shoelaces are on time. <laughs> and um, he actually looks. How does he know what shoelaces yeah, are And
3: also, yeah. when you say, here's some hot chocolate for you, it's, it's water. It's, it's hot, way. hot boiling water. And he yeah. does it How again. How do you just drink that, hot, that boiling water? In <laughs> and, uh, and Ash vs. Dead, up. he yeah. does it with coffee. And instead of saying coffee, he says, soups on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So <laughs> this is a continued motif on of s- announcing the wrong, the wrong liquid. Wrong. <laughs> when thou retrievest the book from its cradle, you must recite the words, "Clatu Verata Nictu. Clatu Verata Nictu, okay. Well, repeat them. Clatu Verata Nicto. Again! I got it, I
1: got it! I know your damn words, alright? Look at Mr. Pitt from Seinfeld as the wise yes. man.
2: Ian Abercrombie, yeah.
1: You know what? He's worried about socks. Wise man Joe, I believe
2: is his yeah. character name, yeah.
1: But, you know, it's not about socks here, it's about, it's about the world as they know it in 1300, I think. Yeah. Alright, yes. serious business. Yeah. And that sounds, Old it's funny because... And... He,
3: He is dressed like a Three Stooges wise man with a beard.
2: (laughs) And he he refers to him as spinach chin, which we we talked about earlier. is from the episode of Malice in the Palace of Three Stooges. He calls one of the characters with a beard spinach chin.
1: So they really pull a lot from the Three Stooges. Yeah. yeah. A
2: a lot more in Army of Darkness than all of them. There's the getting smacked with the skeleton hands. And here I was
1: thinking the only only the lethal weapon. Through back to the... To no, this was movies, all so. about that shit. Wow.
3: Hey, Mo! The, um, the twisting his... Like, pulling his mouth. And yeah. Twisting, oh, the skeleton. Getting his nose and getting in his nose. Yeah. And yeah. He's got such uh, Shemp timing in there, too. That's yeah. a <laughs> whole tribute to Shemp Howard. Yeah.
1: Oh, listen. There's so much to be said about those skeletons. But before we... I just want to say oh, another celebrity we might have heard of is um, you guys, the girl, the female love interest. M. M. Davis. M. Okay. I think it is fascinating that directly following this film, she went on to play Helen Hirsch in Schindler's List. And that's the woman that is like the maid to the evil Amon Goth, you know, Ray Fiennes. And he's like yeah. weirdly in love with her, but can't reconcile that she's a Jew. Right. And so he abuses her. Like, what? Well, oh, it's Meanwhile, she plays this part, let's not kid ourselves, as if she's in Schindler's List. Really plays it dead yeah, on straight. She finds straight. the deep truth. Yeah, the deep, okay. deep truth. She doesn't of, uh, realize Sheila. she's in a comedy and plays it, I mean, so dead straight. Her name is Sheila. I have pre. Thank you. Yeah, it's just, I appreciate it's just, funny that that's I appreciate. a
2: medieval name, of course. Sheila. Uh, yeah, Sheila. Yeah.
1: Sheila. I appreciate playing a, a comedic character straight for the sake of the comedy, but when it's so over the top like this film, it's like all right. Yeah. Helen Hirsch. Was, <laughs> you know. Come on, a little wink, a little wink and nod to the camera, <laughs> if you please. Yeah. Because. Yeah. That's a skeleton that you're fighting.
2: She was. Uh. She was also uh, Miss Honey, from the, uh, from Matilda. Uh, yes. The film, the Danny DeVito. With the uh, pig?
3: No, no, that's, that's Babe. That's Babe. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, of course, <laughs> Matilda's Matilda
2: Matilda's the little... It's the Roald doll book uh, that they made into a movie. Who's
3: named
1: Matilda? The little the girl? The little girl. She's
2: yeah. got, like, psychic powers. So she looks whatever. like a pig. She does not
3: no. look like a pig. What? No. Why do I think that it, it has anything to do, to do with a pig. pig? She's all
1: cute right. as a button. Listen, <laughs> end of the day, Matilda, a great name for a pig. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Are you a pig, Amanda? No,
3: Miss Trunchbull. Do I allow pigs in my school? My mommy thinks they're sweet. Your mommy is a twit.
1: When he goes across the graveyard and the hands come up and shit, I was like, what is this? It had the very Halloween sound effect, bones clanking. It's just so ridiculous, right? But as that went on more and more, I found myself (gasps) loving this guy. And liking them more than anything else in the movie. Yeah. To the point where at the end the fight, I just enjoyed all that weird skeleton shit. But it was super funny. Yeah. The reactions of what are clearly bad effects. Yeah. Like, like, they found one skeleton and like there's a wire moving his mouth a little bit. And then oh, he yeah. fucking blows up. It's just yeah. so silly. They're so non-substantive as an enemy, as skeletons, it just makes it that more funny. Yeah. And then they give a personality to the bad guys. Like all of a sudden the skeletons have a personality. They're fucking around. Yeah. There's a guy leading them, a monster guy leading them. And yeah. you're like, what? This is now flown off. The- See, yeah. What? That's what
2: I don't really get about this movie is once he defeats the evil version of himself, he hasn't really defeated the evil. Has no, he? no, he just evil killed existed before that guy. Existed. Yeah. That was himself. just like yeah. a
1: prelude. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one's reading. He's like, yeah,
2: we did it. Now I'll go home. Like, but you didn't... You're not done. Yeah, did you say <laughs> like, the words they're correctly? They're still around. <laughs> yeah. like...
3: Phil, what's your favorite line from this film? Really? Oh, um, if that's pick one. The entire monologue about uh, his gun. Yeah. This yeah. is my boomstick. Listen I mean,
2: up, you primitive screwheads. Yes. This is screwheads. my boomstick.
1: That expression, you don't hear the word screwhead very often, but it's also used in, in taxi driver. Something that... Uh, <laughs> yeah. De Niro calls the yeah. vermin of New York screwheads. All the screwheads out there. It's a weird expression.
3: Listen, you
0: fuckers, you screwheads. Here is a man who would not take it anymore.
1: Seventies, yeah. Vintage. I like.
2: I like the Vintage. line after that too, where he's he's like, any
1: one of you primates even <laughs> touches me. I uh, laughed so hard when he came back to the castle and they're all like, thank you. And he goes, get the fuck out of my face. I, love and that. He I that. forgot that was. I was wondering it's and I was like, super funny. That yeah. was like. It's so I'm good
3: to my me. Face. the main evil ash as he gets more burnt his face just stops working in some parts because there there's so much wear and tear and they're using him for the shots when he's like yeah. swinging his swords if you can't see me because it's a podcast I'm just swinging around you look good though Phil. <laughs> thanks, look thanks. Great. thanks 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 uh, thanks like, like ash <laughs> and thank you thank you in your and classic
1: the blue Phil either you look like ash or you look like wolverine every day one of the two things
0: <laughs> that's I, a rule this was my son's jacket well, um, man, you're heavy. Yeah, I put on a little weight recently.
2: I'd like mm-hmm. uh, to mention a moment in this movie yes. that I thought was M- pretty interesting. Please mention it. Um, there's uh, his first... After he's been kind of... Like, he's gotten out of bondage or whatever, and he's eaten the grapes, and then that old woman... Oh, yeah. The, hey, yo, she bitch, you know? Yeah. a great line. Um, but he does that over-the-shoulder shooter, Shoot. yeah. and that shot... That they, have, they have it framed up perfectly with her she drops and then fucking Ian Abercrombie, wise man Joe, walks into exactly where she was <laughs> and the first thought I always have every time I watch it is he's going to shoot him in the head too <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> but I also thought I'm like, you know what's clever about that no need to frame a shot twice yeah. you know, like like now you just enter the scene and start talking and yeah. continue the scene from no, there it's like, but,
1: oh, no, by that time, Raimi really has a good visual style and I, I wrote down original White Walkers here yeah. True. You know, I felt like the, these are the White Walkers, a skeleton army marching, so it looked cool. I don't know. After a while, it looked cool, and it was silly in equal measures, and I enjoyed both things. It looked cool from afar as they were coming. All right, it's goofy. Yeah. And then the reactions were too funny, man. Yeah. It's a great battle. Should have been more of just a battle. Except, I gotta tell you, I didn't love the ending. I did, I think that the... I think... Um, Phil, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the original ending was supposed to be? Well, the
3: original ending... Uh, and they'd originally, there was an alternate opening for this too, but, um, to go home, Ian Abercrombie gives him a potion and he has to, uh, drop one drop per every hundred years. He's going to sleep in his car. <laughs> so he locks himself away. He goes one, two, three, four, five, and then gets distracted and then does one too many and wakes up mm-hmm. in, the, in the apocalypse. Right. And he's got like this big beard and he's like, oh, I slept too long. <laughs> he oversleeps. I love that. The end. But then which they, is a great ending what yeah. the F what is the problem which, which you perfect? would think would be setting up
2: a, a next movie where he'd right. be fighting the dead in this post-apocalyptic yeah, whatever. universe
1: dealing with the post-apocalyptic world the different yeah. whatever the hell it's great it's great right. idea yeah. instead we have him back to the Kmart ripoff place what is it? the S-Mart haha Kmart s we get it and you got the uh, another girl from Seinfeld the Seinfeld maid is there
2: it's oh, Jerry's yay.
1: girlfriend from Seinfeld, who is also his maid.
2: And then it started to become like cross. Oh, and he's not sure and, and, whether, yeah. whether
1: he's paying for maid service or to, for her to have right, sex with right, him. Right, 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 Of course, she's also um, fucking Adam Sandler's original girlfriend in The Wedding Singer. Yeah, Her name is Angela oh, Featherstone. Yeah. So she's been in a couple of things. I recognized her face immediately. But she, the fight with is needless at the end.
0: Sure, I could have stayed in the past.
3: Could have even been king. But in my own way, I am king.
0: Hail to the king, baby.
1: Oh my god, it just occurred to me right now, Scott. This trilogy involves time travel. Another trilogy! Oh, I was waiting for you to realize that. I never even... What is happening at this When I was watching
2: Army of Darkness, I was like, oh shit, I forgot. Son of
1: a bitch! we have a crazy majority of the trilogies we have covered to this point have seriously. time traveling yes, in them seriously are you kidding Maybe me well i Taken
3: like, might be the cheering. only
2: one that doesn't uh, it's outrageous Naked Gun
3: oh my god Naked Gun does not have time travel I can't uh, believe it those are the only it. two I can think of I, think. I can't believe it I have
1: to go back and look at them but you guys are in the right. right ballpark Purge oh, Purge
3: cool. Lady I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store <laughs> Ew. Name's Ash
0: Housewares
1: I have a sense, gentlemen How you guys are going to answer When I ask you if you think this is a successful trilogy So, Phil, because you are our guest Because you are joining us from the West Coast And we uh. have no Phil segment this week Indeed, or this episode Indeed, the segment is you being here And you're safe and sound Oh, we don't have a different correspondent we can get to? No, we don't, Scott <sighs> much as we'd love to to replace Phil, but he's here.
3: (laughs) Phil, is this a successful trilogy? And in what order would you rank these films? I think this is a successful trilogy. I think it grows itself in the the mythos in a very organic and unexpected way. And it's very unique in uh, how the story grows up to that third movie. And uh, it's fun because tonally and... Uh, in scale, it changes so significantly. Yeah. I think that as a unified thing, it's very interesting to watch. Uh, I know that they're all very different movies, but I think it's absolutely the same character, same guy in each movie. Sure. It's the same story. But
1: you're right. It's three different kinds of movies almost. Yeah. As we go through.
3: Um, I would rate them two, one, three. Interesting. Are you ready to weigh in on this?
2: I am. So, But I will say, of course, I think it's a, a successful trilogy. I think by the fact that they had a uh, a sort of reboot or a remake movie and a show after that for three seasons yeah. also confirms that it was but yeah, I think this this trilogy was such a large part of like my high school life. Evil Dead 2 is my was I used to say it was my favorite movie. It's now one of, it's wow. up there. I love Evil Dead 2, it's for mm-hmm. great rewatchability. I used to watch it all the time. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna say my order. And it's tough because I really do like all of them. They all have their own charm to them. Sure. So I'm gonna say I'm probably gonna say a 2-3-1. 2-3-1. Two, a two-three one.
1: With the with it being of course a successful trilogy.
2: With it being a successful trilogy.
1: This was super, super hard for me because I have like very I have such mixed feelings about these movies. Yeah. Is it successful or not? Hmm. There are things from all three of these movies that I like and laughed out loud. Yeah. There are other what? things from all three of these movies where I was just like, this is dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> and it's dumb. Of course. And I had to say to myself, Vin, will you ever go back in time and rewatch any of these films? And the answer is no. I will <laughs> never watch any of these films again, though I, I would go back to YouTube and watch select scenes from each of these three films. Yeah. So I have to say, sadly, gentlemen, I swear I want to say different. But I would not consider this to be a successful trilogy because much as I appreciate what all three movies do, this is a you and I have talked about this, Scott. Sure. You have to like all three movies. Like you have to sure. genuinely enjoy all three. And I like parts of all three. But at no point for any of these three films that I stop and say, holy shit, that was a good movie. I didn't. Right. Okay? I'm
3: announcing my resignation. Okay, Bill, the- we're sending you <laughs> back. To West Coast. back to anyway. West Coast. All right. So my order was even
1: trickier. Three, I just loved all the skeleton shit so much. But one, I liked the raw originality of the concept. Right. That it looked so grainy and old schooly and shit. And then all of a sudden, you're like, what the fuck? When, yeah. he's, when he is thrown against that bookshelf, and the look on his face is so genuinely funny to me. And then later, when he ch- has this force to chop up that woman, and he looks down and the parts are still moving, and the movie shifts to something completely different. Yeah. And it has a satisfying ending to me where it's like, doesn't it matter, whoop! ending i think i'm gonna go one three two as my order one three two i'm trying swear to god i'm not trying to be different that's i I, I can
3: appreciate that though because that's why i rate one in the middle because i really like the punk rock quality yeah a bunch of kids in the woods trying to shoot something
1: all right that's where we finish it gentlemen good episode yeah Yeah, thank you guys were excited about having me You guys yeah. convinced me to do this one next. Scott was like, "We got to do the Evil Dead. We got to invite Phil." So I'm glad that we did. Phil, always a pleasure to see you. Thank you. Perfect always chill. a pleasure to be here. But it will Thanks be an equal pleasure me. to see you go back to the West Coast. Oh
3: yes. yeah, and, and we course, need
2: you out. Uh, we need you on that wall. Yeah, that was
3: that, that, that was, too. That I was going to apply for a transfer back back here, but you you need me over there right need now. Over we there. Need you there? Okay, it's
1: coming up, we've got a lot of okay. action we might be dealing with Beverly Hills Cop and where's Beverly Hills that's right
3: oh I don't send me to Beverly Hills okay and, yep. oh boy put that's, your best suit on ladies and so gentlemen always me. check
1: out thing. our Instagram account it's a great compliment to the Trilogy podcast it really fits perfectly what we
3: talk about who, who curates it does Trilogy Bot curate it Trilogy Bot does not curate it they'll
1: fuck you for even saying that <laughs> I, I was curate. asking I was just I asking Vin Vin is okay. the curator for it but I really do my best to sort of reflect both my opinion and Scott's opinion of, you know, whether utility. I want him to or not, I have to put it out there and I look for the best pictures of you that I can find, Phil. Yeah, well, thanks so much there. for what'd you say? I said they're out there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Good night, later.